Hey everyone! Hey everyone! We're back with another Snacks in the City. We are. I don't know why that makes me laugh every time. I know, because we literally say the same exact things with the same, like, inflection. Yeah. Um, You know, consistency is key. We're lacking it from the men, so we give it out ourselves. Yep. Um, So this is a redo episode, because clearly... (laughs) Last week, there were some technical difficulties. We recorded arguably one of the best rec- recordings ever. Yeah, like it was, it so was good. such a premium experience. Like everything was just flowing. The creative juices were there. The comedic timing was there. And then um, the technology was not. And it's just like really unprofessional that she wouldn't show up. Yeah. But we're going to just try again. We're going to try to recreate it for you today. Um, Yeah. So we're going to see how it goes. (laughs) And, you know, I have a good feeling about it because, you know, this might not sound like a morning of success to everyone else, but, like, I just naturally woke up at 6.30 a.m. Just, like, feeling refreshed. Wow. Which is just, like. You know, a good omen. Also, I made coffee perfect on the first try. Like, you know, there's good vibes in the air today. Yeah, there is. There really is. Um, all right. So, I mean, I guess, do you have a new top three? Um, so, I didn't. <laughs> the other ones them. are not relevant unless you They're... want to talk about them. So, I'm doing just a little, a little, um, let's call it a mashup I guess because I do feel like I want to I know that you didn't care about some of them but I do feel like just for like the I don't know cohesiveness of our show like I need those ones to be things that we talked about because I think looking back I would be like you didn't talk about that on your show how could you but also I do have new ones to, to discuss so I'm just gonna briefly breeze over the old ones and then hit the new ones if that's fine with it's you totally fine okay great so we're gonna do a rapid three I'm sure because like everybody already friggin knows Tasia Adams is in Claire Crawley is out the bachelorette is like really shaking things up this season because everyone's doing everything wrong um when I first brought this story to life like Tasia being the new bachelorette was like the hot tea but like since then some more craziness has happened like um what's his name chris harrison the host yeah he left the filming bubble and like has not been seen back on set so like what's going on there um and i heard like jojo fletcher is coming back which like i don't care what i will be lost without chris harrison I know. I'm just so confused. Like, if he's not the host, what are we doing? Like, it's his show. As much as we're here for The Bachelorette, like, I like his little dumb jokes and his, like, little shade he throws every now and then, you know? Yeah. So, I'm interested to see. But, like, also Hannah Ann has been seen on set. Becca Kufrin is rumored to be on set now. Like, I just, nobody knows what they're doing. 
And like it's gonna be the most you know it always is but you know what but like this time I think it it might be real because like what the heck is happening yeah and you know what I don't know who anybody is except for the people who are on like this most recent season and while I do follow Hannah Ann on Instagram but I've been thinking about unfollowing her because like if she gets more plastic surgery done to her face I'm sorry (laughs) She doesn't, I don't think, but she definitely gets fillers, and if she gets more, it's going to take up a lot of space on my camera. So, (laughs) she's beautiful, but I don't need to see her face for two hours every Tuesday, which apparently it's on Tuesday now. Oh, why? I don't want it to do that. Yeah, I I mean, I also have horrible eyes, so, like, no, but there's no way I would mistake Tuesday for Monday or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. The other old story is the Lizzie McGuire reboot is on. They have started shooting officially. They are staying on Disney Plus. Hillary Duff is so happy. She said the compromise is good. She's still fighting for like a more adult presence for Lizzie McGuire to like really feed us adult fans who like obviously need that. Um but like still keep it family friendly for like the new generation of kids who are growing up on Disney Plus. And honestly, um, to quote a funny meme I saw on Instagram, <clears throat> fuck them kids. Like I need this show to be good for me. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I, I feel like, the same. If you chose to be a parent, then like tell them, sorry, the show's for mama. Yeah. No, thank you. Um. So there's that. Um, the I mean, Hannah Montana re- reboot, or no, not reboot, crossover is like looking like it's not a thing. So I think that's happy for you. Good. But I was excited about it for like a minute. I just don't understand like why. Okay, so the tea behind that was that the Hannah Montana writers were inspired by the Lizzie McGuire movie, how she oh. was just like a regular kid and then was doing like all these big grand rehearsals and like, oh, she's a secret superstar. Um, like that was really an inspiration when writing the episodes of Hannah Montana. Um, and Hillary Duff was like, oh my God, I never heard that, but you might be making something right now. But Miley just released a new song yesterday and is reportedly working on a new album. Her and Cody Simpson just broke up. Um, so I just feel like, you know, yeah, she's going to be busy and not so much into a Hannah Montana moment. Yeah. You're so right. there's that. You're right. Okay. And then to sneak a new one in, Hannah Montana. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Miley Cyrus did, like, this bombshell interview with – um. Call her daddy. daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I said, who's your daddy? <laughs> well, I mean, according to everything, I have to listen to this episode. I don't listen to call her daddy. Um, I just have heard that it's like really raunchy. And I, I just like a little smidgen of raunchy. Um, so I just never listened to it because I just was like, well, I don't want to be like the one person who didn't like it, you know? Yeah. Um, but like apparently she's dropping bombs wow. in this interview. Like she's just like really not holding back. She talks about how she lost her virginity to Liam Hemsworth, even though like for years she's always said that that was not the case. And she 
was quoted saying I just I lied so I didn't sound like a loser Mm. which is just so relatable um amongst other things so like I'll listen to the episode I know you won't yeah but I'll just like keep the world updated okay thank you um the last old story was Chriselle Staus um of Selling Sunset says she learned of her divorce from This Is Us star Justin Hartley also a star of our FMK series via text message um he filed for divorce then texted her and then they literally have only had like one conversation since then which I just think is insane I watched all of season three of Selling Sunset and I was devastated for her she was completely blindsided and just like devastated and like had to move and like write a letter to her stepdaughter like oh my god I'm not gonna see you anymore but I love you so much like it just is such a sad story And the newest development on that is I read yesterday that she's been, like, liking tweets because he has been photographed out with this new girlfriend. Oh, my God. And so now there is, like, suspected cheating on the table because he was up in Canada filming a movie at the same time that this new girl was up in Canada filming something else. So, like, we think that maybe they were getting warm and snuggly and he just, like, copped out, like, use their one argument to be like oh I don't want to do this anymore without having to explain that he's a piece of shit and like was getting feelings for somebody else who was not his wife that stinks I thought he was one of the good ones I know I'm just like so disappointed because he doesn't seem like he would do that to somebody so you know you, you just you can't you really never know and also, he's a really good actor because I he, I was smitten, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then the last news I have is Chrissy Teigen is expecting her third baby. Her and John Legend um, announced, like, surprise in his newest music video. Uh-huh. And she got a little more into the details on Twitter. And it's honestly the cutest story. So she just has always known that she could not conceive naturally. So she had um, extracted some eggs and her and John froze some embryos. And so they knew they were going to have one boy and one girl. Uh, Miles was their last embryo. And Mm -hmm. she was like, okay, we're done having kids. We have one boy, one girl. This is what we wanted. This was our plan. And then she just like fluke got pregnant. Oh, my God. I know. So exciting. So she just recently had her, like, breast reduction, and you, like, routine have to take a pregnancy test before any surgery, mm-hmm. and it was negative, and she was like, what's crazy is it was a false negative, so, like, thank God everything's okay, because, oh like, surgery is so much stress on your body, and the anesthesia of it all, and she was like, I had no idea, so I was, like, not doing anything to, like, take care of myself, right. like you would when you're pregnant. And she was like, I don't know what she just like takes pregnancy pregnancy tests like every once in a while just to like see. Um, and she's like, it's kind of just like self inflicted pain because I know it's going to be negative. Like I've been told I cannot conceive naturally. And John was up at like three in the morning to get ready for GMA, and I just decided that was the best time to take a pregnancy test, and it was positive. And of course, I freaked out. <laughs> That's so fun for them. I know. And, like, people need to stop being mean to her. She did not go to Jeffrey Epstein's island. She's not a predator. And, like, just let her enjoy her new baby. Yeah. 
People on Twitter are being so crazy at her. I know. People love to be mean. And it's dumb. Yeah. But that's, um, that's, that's the tea. That's the news. I saved the best for last because everybody loves a new baby. Well, I'm going to add the one that I added last time. The okay. whole Kristen Cavalieri taking that picture with oh, yeah. you and Coletti. And I was always team Kristen, even though she was a bitch in high and um but I do think she was kind of just doing it to rile everyone up. But if it is mm-hmm. true, I'm here for it. Oh, for sure. I think Kristen knows a hundred percent the power of the Instagram. And she just really wants to sock it to Jay because there is rumor going around that he cheated on her, which is crazy because Jay, look at yourself and look at Kristen. What are you doing? Yeah. But now she really got him back because she posted that picture and then like within the hour um jay had deleted his instagram from like all the people leaving comments about it <laughs> under his pictures i think they probably for sure made out that night because like i don't know if you ever watched her show but she gets a little crazy no. when she's drinking and so i just like even if they're not together they're definitely touching lips Oh, for sure. If I was with him, I'd be touching his I lips, mean... too, even if he said no. <laughs> Just kidding, everyone. Just kidding. JK, JK, but also that was funny. All right, so are we ready to get into it? We're ready to get into it. So this episode, or no, wait, we got to do FMK. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this week we did the men of Hamilton. So we did Lafayette. Lawrence and Hamilton. Lafayette was most likely to be married. Lawrence was most likely to be fucked. And Hamilton was most likely to be killed. Yeah. I killed him too. But I (laughs) married Lawrence and fucked Lafayette. And I fucked Lawrence and married Lafayette. We also have a very special viewer arguably our biggest fan and she voted to kill hamilton and then quote fuck lawrence have a baby then marry lafayette but also have his babies which honestly was the smartest answer of all yeah that's yeah that's the way to do it requires a little more explanation sometimes and you know i won't lie a lot of votes do come in with a little extra you know commentary just because it it's it's tough to choose we've been picking hard ones and so we we get a lot of oh this is so hard but like she really went into detail and I feel like it needed to be spotlit I don't know that that's like actually a phrase but I feel like you know what I meant you know sounds good it sounds good to me okay now we can get into it because we kind of are in it yeah, we're in it. Um, so this week's episode is about my crazy obsession slash addiction. And we are going to start with America's addiction or obsession right now, which is Hamilton. Like, oh. It is honestly a work of genius. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom. Um, it is yeah. a actual, like, work of art is honestly... Probably an insult to Lynn Manuel. Like, it's 
it's it's literally genius every single part of it makes me speechless it came out on disney plus what july something like the beginning of july yeah i've watched it three times i feel like that's a lot it's been a month i've only watched it once but i will watch it again i was i won the hamilton lottery when it was here mm-hmm. so and it was you were so... blessed with a real life experience I was and it was so cool because I was I played and played and played and I always lost and it was like that time between Christmas Eve and New Year's when nobody really knows what's happening so I feel like a lot of people forgot to play and that's when I won and I was still working at the daycare at the time and I was like oh my god I have to go to the bathroom to see if I won (laughs) so I did and I won and I called my brother and he didn't answer so then I called my sister and she was like so how many times are you gonna call nick before the co- the ticket goes to me and i was like you know that i have to take him because <laughs> he likes musicals too but oh my god it was so good and we got champagne because the tickets were only ten dollars that's amazing what a fancy fun night out and like in general it's just like fun to win things like even if you didn't care it would be like oh cool i'm going to a show but like to get to go to that show uh, yeah and uh, um, I liked the Chicago Angelica better. I know that's controversial, but I really did. Well, I liked this one. She was very talented, and she was in Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, but... Yeah. Yeah. But she just, like, wasn't she the same. She did it for me, but not as much <laughs> as the Chicago one. She did it, but was not my favorite. I think that's fair. Um... I don't know. I loved her, but I also don't have somebody else to compare her to. So I'll have to look up right and see if I can find a recording of the Chicago version. I also am interested. I just found out that Jordan Fisher from yeah. like Dancing with the Stars and like To All the Boys. Which also he had no business being on Dancing with the Stars, but that's. Yeah, because he's like a real story. dancer. Right. But. He, I think I read that he played Burr in like one of the cast revamps after the original cast was like started starting to not do it anymore. I'd love and to see that because I just, I well, so I found here there's a TikTok he made and he's like, I miss my Hamilton family and he's singing Wait for It and it's good, but it's also he's- like only a 30 second clip, so like. I need I need more, but yeah, I'm interested. But I don't know I when he like well, I don't know the time frame of when he played Burr. Yeah, I don't know either. But also, I'm literally obsessed. Um, I can't pick a favorite song. Still, I listen to the soundtrack <laughs> at least part of it every single day. Mine's nonstop. That's I think my favorite song. It has everything you could ever want. Yeah. It has like all the little pieces. Like also whoever did the composition, like the musical genius here is like whoever was helping do the arrangement, I guess, is what I'm really freaking out about. It's like it's it's so good. I think that's why yeah. I can't pick a favorite song though, because you pick one, but then like if you pay attention in each song, you can always pick up on another song. So I think nonstop yeah. is my 
maybe my favorite also just because you can hear history has its eyes on you you can hear you will never be satisfied and what's that other song would that be enough or yeah 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 like it has a little bit of everything and i also love to do body rolls to that song it's like got a little caribbean flair or something going on also is burr hot or like am i just no he is but it really i think he's short though our the one in chicago was scary like i was i don't like him. that um also i really like hercules mulligan like his gritty voice and then like he his body rolls and him saying oh my god when yeah. you knock me down i get the fuck back up again dead and then yeah and then when he's James Madison, his voice is, like, so sweet. And I'm like, wow. Okay, man, wait. he can do it all. He literally can do it all. And that part, um, when they're all, like, meeting Hamilton for the first time and he's talking about fucking somebody's mom. Yeah. <laughs> I died. But you are yeah, right. His voice hard. is totally different when he plays Madison. Yeah. We love a versatile bay. We really do. Um, also, I was say no to this. Oh, God. I, it's like, I really like how the whole show, nothing's so crazy. Like, they just like kind of allude to everything. Mm-hmm. And there's not, no big set pieces, really. There's no crazy hair and makeup. Like, it's perfect. And that was such a good number. And when I saw it here, it was Samantha Ware from glee Ooh, yeah love that oh my god but hamilton touched her whole body yeah but i was jealous yeah i mean yeah he had to but i was so jealous also the reynolds pamphlet was trending yesterday because the hamilton twitter tweeted if 2020 was a song from the show what would it be and just like overwhelmingly everyone said it was the reynolds pamphlet and i was really laughing at that that is so funny um also i feel like eliza's dumb like she's a very loyal wife best of wives and best of women (laughs) for sure (laughs) but i don't like she doesn't give a shit about herself (laughs) no she doesn't and like the more i listen to the show the more i pick up on like i mean it's not subtle at all that she's like begging for her husband to love her yeah but the more you like pay attention so like I was saying earlier earlier the arrangement of the music is so good and you can always catch yeah that other like some other song and it's like the amount of times that Eliza is asking to be enough and he just flat out ignores her and she stays is crazy yeah yeah crazy like you told our son to duel somebody and then he died and she still stayed yeah also her reaction to him cheating on her like first of all before i even get into the crit- critique burn is so good every time i listen to it i started over just to listen to it one more time because her voice is like magic to me it um, is so good yeah okay what But, like, the critique there is, like, her reaction was, like, a little bit stupid to me just because 
that build in the song she's like finally getting angry finally showing a feeling towards like oh my god Hamilton are you kidding me and she says you forfeit your right to my heart and I'm like okay great we're getting there she is out she's like I am good too like pay attention to me also I'm a Skylar sister you treat me as such because you'd be garbage without me okay and my family name and then she just says you'll sleep in your office instead bitch put him on the streets kick him out even if it's like a lot of people break up with their boyfriends or husbands and it's just like to teach them a lesson and you like let them come back that would have even been better for me but like just immediately she was like oh you can't sleep in here go to the office it's like okay so we didn't really get quite where i wanted you to but okay (laughs) great yeah you know it's like what she's a beautiful singer but I feel like she was underacting the whole time like she was just like regular the whole time and I was like okay well maybe during burn she'll like start really showing her emotions and she didn't but then when (laughs) the son died and she just screamed randomly and I laughed. And my cousin was like, are you laughing? And I was like, it's just so funny. <laughs> I just didn't literally see it didn't make a peep. She would make a peep throughout the whole show. And now she's screaming. And then she does it again at the end because she dies. Yeah. I guess. But when I saw it, she was just like. <gasps> and then yeah, I the wonder, show was like, over. She like screamed again. And I was like, what is happening to this woman? Yeah. So I, I I know you feel that way, but I just, like, was doing a little extra reading, and I also watched that History Has Its Eyes on You special that's on Disney Plus also, and I think that she wasn't underacting. I think that that's how Eliza was. Like, she was not, oh. like, she was always just, like, the quiet, loyal wife. Like, she was just Hamilton's, like, in his shadow. Um, She just was, like, no, I'm a Skylar's sister and I have lots of money and like, um, you know, and helpless. And she's like, I've never the one to steal the spotlight. It's always my sisters and like all the things. I think she just was that person. She always was just like quiet. And like, um, I read that she was just like really serving to others and like never really self-serving. Like she never made a fuss. She never was like, I want this or like stood up for herself. It was always Angelica was like, no, you need to be nice to my sister. My sister deserves this. And so I think with all the Hamilton stuff, she was just, like, so happy that he chose her that she was, like, let's not make too much of a fuss. And so she's just, like, yeah. quietly the whole show, like, well, I could be enough. Like, me and your son could be enough. Like, you could you could just, like, you know, enjoy your family. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, it's fine. So I think that was, like, the writers did that to her. And then, like, when you do see her, like, in Burn, she's, like, God, I'm so angry at him. But also, I'm just, like, still kind of happy that he's even here. So he can just sleep in the office. And then Philip dies, and she, like, can't really hold it together because it's, like, that was her person, not her husband. Because, like, he didn't really give a fuck. My apologies. What? what oh, said. my God. My Siri just, like, randomly started talking to me. Um, second guess. <sighs> Stop! I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Maddie. Jesus. Anyway, but then even in death, she did the same thing. So Angelica and Hamilton both died before her and she was in charge of their funerals and they have these like big ornate, like fancy 
headstones and then hers is just like regular just like a flat here lies eliza that's it that's insane so it's just like that's that's just who she was Hmm. which is like i it adds to the story for sure because it's just like i really wonder um like how you know she said let historians wonder how eliza reacted and i wonder how she actually reacted because like we'll never know right well clearly she didn't care (laughs) because she like stayed with him him. and they had more kids the other kids just weren't interesting so they weren't included in the show i know right that's so weird um but there's just so many little like add-ins little interjections that are so funny like before winter or after winter's fall into helpless when all the guys like is is it a question of which if Bert or which one and then all the boys like hey 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 i love that (laughs) there's so many of those and they're so funny and y'all, and when you watch it, um, if you just like don't stare at Hamilton or like whoever's singing right in the moment, if you watch in the background, the cast is always doing something so funny. Yeah, it's such, it's just such a good, such a good show. Of art. I also and one I- thing I didn't say last time that I feel like I want to mention this time because I just listened to the whole soundtrack yesterday to like prepare for today, and Angelica has some nerve. I just would like to add, she right? has some nerve she I mean I get it she fell in love with him first and she like did the martyr thing like oh my poor sister like okay you can have him whatever but like first of all that was a personal choice so like I'm not gonna feel bad for you because that was dumb like if it were me I'd be like sorry sis I saw him first we're we are we're already talking but then she shows up after like the Reynolds pamphlet and she's like oh my god you cheated on my sister like sis you've been writing him love letters for months right you were doing the same thing she's literally yelling at him for cheating on her sister and she's like put what we had aside girl you're just as guilty be nice to him yeah i don't know why that didn't click until yesterday but i was like is she kidding yeah is she kidding um i noticed some homages in hamilton okay yeah i love that um so in Helpless, she says, I'm so into you, like in Ariana Grande's Into You. Love it. And in Wait For It, it's like um, complicated by Avril Lavigne. You fall Breaking and you wait and you make yeah. your mistakes, whatever. And then in Say No to This, at the end, they say, nobody needs to know. That's literally a whole song in the last five years. Yeah. And. The Battle of Yorktown or whatever. Mm-hmm. That Eminem song when he's like, we only have one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I didn't even catch that one, actually. In I don't remember what song it is, but George Washington says, I'm a model of a modern major general. And that's a, an entire song from Pirates of Penzance. Ooh. Yeah. And I know one, like, Ten Dual Commandments is also, like, some rap song that I don't know. But yeah, it's just pretty cool stuff. Yeah, that's like a thing. I think that's what makes the soundtrack so enjoyable is because there are those little sneaky moments and like you kind of listed a lot. And I feel like there's probably even more. Yeah. I know and one I was like that. Um, the other day. Oh, wait, I want to hear the TikTok. And somebody was like this song sounds so much like this song and it was that ariana grande song that she literally had the 
NSYNC come to her concert to do it with her. Oh. And I was like, everybody knows that. It's like a thing. Yeah. She asked. She that's asked why she them. did it. It's a, it was allowed. <laughs> like, that's People why it was a done. thing. Um, but I know that Thomas Jefferson goes, and if you don't know, now you know, Mr. President. And that's like, yeah, a Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg. And maybe they're both in that song. I don't know. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, also, I... ugh, Thomas Jefferson could have me. Yeah. Wait, that's funny He's... because he loved to sleep with the slave ladies. So, like, he would want me. I bet. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun history fact. When he says, Sally, will you open it about the letter? Sally was his slave that he liked better had, than his wife had like most yeah he had like most of her children she had most of his children and she had a secret room in his house it looks like you're going in a closet but really you're, there's a secret door and it's sally's room because even though she was a slave like he loved her and he didn't want her to have to sleep outside like everybody else yeah so there's a little bit of history on this see we day. talk about smart stuff too all right, let's go into our crazy obsessions. Bree, I know that you've heard all of mine because we did this last <laughs> week, but, you know, try, try to give your best um, Oscar nomination or Oscar nominating. <clears throat> well, I don't know if you know this, but I've been an actress most of my life. So, like, to the listener, they're going to be shook just like they would have been the first time when I was telling this story for real. Yeah. Um, okay. so when I was in junior high, I was obsessed with leaving secret love letters to this boy. Um, I know that that might on the surface sound a little bit creepy, but let me explain. So I was what I would like to call a cusp child. I was the cool girl of the lame girls, but the lame girl of the cool girls. And that's like a very hard life to live. And one of my cool friends told me that I could not publicly declare my love for said boy because it would be embarrassing and I was too cool to have a boyfriend that looked like that. So I was like, now what do I do with this information? Because I love him. You know, (laughs) we've never really hung out or talked outside of school, but I love him and I need him to know. But also nobody else can know. So I just... (laughs) would leave him these like really long, really detailed love notes. And I would just like stick them in his locker. And like back then people would like rig their lockers so they weren't actually locked. You could just like open them. And so I would just open his locker and like put a little love letter in there. And I'd like, and when we were in sixth period, you raised your hand and I was staring at you. And then like your answer about the book was so intelligent. Like, I just know that you're going to make such a great husband one day. Like I was a freak. Like I was so crazy. And so then just like every once in a while he would write back and it would just blow my mind. But really the letter was just like in all caps, who is this? And I would just be like, I can never tell. You can never know who I am. (laughs) We live in two different worlds. Like, you did it anonymously. That's insane. And what's crazy is I don't think that, I don't think that I ever told him, which is crazy because I met him in like sixth grade when we all went to that school. And like, was his friend like we were friends we were in the same friend group 
literally all the way through high school. But I don't think that I now I'm thinking about it. I don't think that I ever told him, like, do you remember when some freak used to leave letters in your locker? That was me. That's. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to tell him because I did eventually try to, like, go on a date with him. And we hung out. And um, when we kissed, he burped in my mouth. So I'm over it. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Ew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. So, like, you know, it's going to be a no for me. But, like, when I was 12, he was my everything. Everything. So, if you ever think you're crazy, uh, just remember that that no. was a thing I did. Yeah, and this story will also make you feel less crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how old I was. <laughs> I would say probably sixth grade. Okay. So that would have made this boy in eighth grade. And he lived down the street from my cousin. So I, like, knew him my whole life. And we would, like, hang out. Not hang out, but just, like, play like kids do. Yeah. And then I don't know how we started, like, liking each other. But whatever, we did. And we would, like, talk on the phone and... I was talking on the phone with him once and my mom was like, it's late. You cannot be on the phone with him anymore. I was like, okay. Cause I was on the house phone and then my sister was having a party. So I went out there and took the phone with me and I was talking <laughs> to the phone and then my mom got so mad cause she saw me and I was like, okay, whatever. So, and then one, I, he was like out of town one week and my cousin had to go like check on the house or something. And I went with, cause why not? <laughs> And he was in wrestling, and he had, like, little, you know, like, wallet-sized pictures of him in his wrestling Ooh, uniform. Yeah. And I don't remember if he told me that I could have one or if I just <laughs> took it. So, Brie, I took this picture and added it. I added it to the printed-out pictures that I personally printed off of his MySpace. Stop it. I put them free. I put them under my pillow. stop it it was i think it was like i was trying to manifest what i like that i wanted him to love me oh like my, my mom always said when you would take a test you'd be like just put your notes under your pillow like that's what i was trying to do that's so funny wait it's that's so, so funny that crazy. you like went to his mind <laughs> i was obsessed with him and i was i would remember I, would sit, I was sitting at my friend's house and i was just like staring at his pictures and i was like what is happening wait this isn't one I included last time, but, like, it's really crazy when you're young, like, the lengths you will go to to, like, satisfy the yearn for your crush. Because um, I used to be obsessed with this boy. Like, I think it was maybe sophomore year of high school. I got, you know how, like, in the middle of the year you would get, like, a new, it would be, like, the new semester starts and you get a new schedule and like some of your classes might change yeah so my math class changed and I was like devastated because I had so many friends in my old group and like I there was like also I'm so dumb like I was a semester ahead in math um yeah hashtag used to be smart um but this guy was like I don't know if he was a year or two years older than us, but he was a semester behind in math. So we ended up in the same math class. And I was so, like, 
not even thinking like, oh my God, Bree, don't like him. He failed math is why he's in this class. Um, he's an idiot. I failed math and you still like me. I also failed math right after that. So like I learned my lesson about being judgy. <laughs> but um, so I got a new math class and I was like so pissed because like I knew people in my class, but I was like, oh, it's not the same. And like now I don't get to talk to Adam anymore. Ugh, like so annoying. Um, but then I was like, okay, but the boy that sits right next to me is so hot, but I've literally had never seen this human before ever. But like, this is, I was just like in a regular math class now, like not a semester ahead anymore because you know, things happened and I had to switch and I was just like, oh my God, I need to know who this boy is. I need to like, literally every day I had to text my friend Courtney to ask her what the homework was because I couldn't focus on anything but this boy it was like literally consuming my whole life and I just like kept randomly asking I figured out his name I was like do you guys know Ryan like do you do you have his phone number like I literally just started asking people for his phone number which I think is crazy like, just anybody that was talking to me at any random point. I'm like, do you have his phone number? And then I finally got it from some random girl that I was not even friends with. And then I would, like, start to text him. And I'd be like, I know this is so weird. But, like, do you have the homework? Can you help me, actually? And then we, like, really fell in love. And the other deep obsession was for literally two whole years after high school, any letter included in his first or last name if I typed it into Facebook, his name would pop up first. And I honestly think that it only went away because he deleted his Facebook. Like, I used to just, like, stare at his pictures every day. So, I also am, like, devastated that he married somebody else. Not me. I think I'm 26. Yeah. I'm going to be 27 in a month, and... <laughs> I'm going to be 28. I'm Brie. But I'm like actively oh. upset over a boy that I never even dated. But you know what? We well, we, yeah. we had a connection. Okay? We had a connection. He didn't even think it was weird that I asked the whole school for his phone number. He just was like, oh, you found a way to get in touch with me. And I was like, uh-huh. Yep. So he liked it. Sometimes crazy works. Yeah. Okay. Um, so do you have anything else that pertains to the topic at hand? Um, the only other one I have is when I was little, it was like a real crazy phase. It lasted for way too long. I don't know why my mom allowed this, but I didn't like my fries too salty. And instead of just being like, mom, I don't like the salt on my fries. I would dip them all in my water. And like let them dry. That's so disgusting. But I weirdly feel like kids do that. Like I would get fries and just like dip them all in my water and then like sit them to the side. And then I would eat my meal. And then I would eat the fries. Disgusting. And would you drink the water? Yeah, because I was a child and I was dumb. You're disgusting. I know. But I have you beat. (laughs) I used to eat spoonfuls of flour. That's disgusting. I don't know why I did it. But that's not really an addiction or an obsession. But I did, I used to, like, be obsessed with, like, printing out lyrics to songs that I liked. And so I would, like, copy and paste them and put them in a Word document and print them out and, like, keep them in a stack in my nightstand. (laughs) But the one time I was doing La Vie Bohème 
and my dad went on the computer after me and he like pasted something that he thought he copied but it was the lyrics to love you bohem and it was right at the part that was like to leather to dildos he was like madeline this?" and i was like it's just song lyrics and he was like well don't listen to that song and i was like okay i know all the words though <laughs> are you sure because i know it all do i hear yeah i can do i can perform it for you <laughs> and then also i used to collect hotel keys which i don't really know why i did it it was cool at the time in my head yeah but now like my dad gives all of his to me I wish I would have written where they were from and not collected other people's but also like when my parents go out of the country you can't keep the key so he'll just take a picture of it and give it to me that's honestly so precious (laughs) and I'm like sure you don't care anymore but like now it's just like a cute I know and he still gives them to me so they're like in some of my purses they're in my backpack (laughs) they're everywhere you gotta find like a cool way to just like save them and yeah. I don't know I, you gotta like I know I saw a tiktok of this girl like collected matchboxes and she like put them in resin and like made a tray if you're if you're feeling crafty you could probably do that or something yeah I probably won't yeah because a lot of them aren't even mine <laughs> yeah that kind of ruins it a little bit but that's all I have on the crazy topic no um I just feel like you know a little crazy never hurt anybody no it almost got me a boyfriend one time so the odds aren't great but they are sometimes in your favor (laughs) yeah um I don't have anything funny oh I do have a clip that we could end with okay um so no wait let me think about this Oh, wait. No. <laughs> um, I feel like I do that at least once an episode. I, it's like, honestly my favorite because I posted it that one time and it was so funny. So many people replied to the story like, is she okay? <laughs> um, no, I don't have anything funny to say, actually. Um... I don't either. I just have like a true ad. If anybody is looking to be my sugar daddy, um, Maddie will plug all my socials for you. Yeah. So you can follow Brie (laughs) at at Brianna underscore Irene on Instagram and Twitter. Mine is at Maddie Grissetto um, for both. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at at snacks underscore underscore snacks in the city and the twitter is at underscore at at snacks underscore (laughs) she's glitching yeah okay well with that snacks out. out